Hello, my name is Patricia and this is the Poetry Bee podcast. My goodness, I have a packed podcast for you to listen to today or watch if you're joining me on YouTube. I have a number of guests who are going to come and read lots of lovely original poetry, it's specifically split sequences to you. And David Jacobs, who has visited us before, is back to tell us about a great opportunity for someone who hasn't had a book of poetry, specifically haiku and senryu published before. But I'm going to let him tell you all about that and how to submit for this opportunity. The merry bunch of poets that I was telling you about that are going to come and read to you are led by Chrissy L. Villa. And they and a number of others have put together the very first anthology of split sequences, How the Wind Moves. And today we're going to be joined by Chrissy L. Villa, who was the driving force behind it, Carol Judkins, Terry L. French, Jay Friedenberg, Claire Vogel Camargo, Carol McCrory, and Peter Justermski. Now, Peter, you all know because, of course, he's been here before, and he is the originator of the split sequence. And of course, he's such a busy chap, he's got a new book out himself. And I'll put all the books and links in the show notes. Do go and visit the show notes and find out how you can buy them, where you can get more information, etc. But before we head off and hear from them, I want to give you a little bit of information about what's going on. Now, of course, I don't know when you're listening or watching this podcast, but there's always something going on at Poetry Peak. There is a monthly video prompt on YouTube, for example. Do go and leave your poetry in the comments. And there are lots of other things for you to join in and submit to. Just visit our submission pages on the website and join us. We'd love to have your company. And then I'm preparing for Series 7. I know, Series 7. How did we ever get here? But as I said, I am preparing for it. I'm getting ideas for content and doing a lot of reading. I have a lot of books, but I need to buy a lot more. And if you have a few coppers that you can donate via Buy Me A Coffee, I would be exceedingly grateful because it's costing me a fortune. I do have lots and lots of plans for next year, which I could go on about forever and bore you rigid with. But what I would say to you is make sure you're signed up and subscribed on YouTube, on whatever podcast platform you get your podcasts to make sure you don't miss out on any of those. And most importantly of all, sign up for our mailing because there are lots of opportunities like our flash coup, for example, that I only offer through the mailing. It's easy to do. It's all on the website. Now, You've probably heard quite enough from me, I suspect. So let's go and meet David Jacobs. David, lovely to have you back at Pete Towers, if only for a quick visit. Thank you very much. Um, it's very nice to be back and um, looking forward to it. 
you've got something quite special to tell us about something you're working on with your friend and mine Andrew Shimild and Andrew for those not involved in the British Haiku Society and more specifically in the London group of haiku writers is our highly accomplished British haiku poet and you might have spotted him on the podcast before he was in episode 34 of this series speaking with Sean O'Connor and way back in series four he was a community judge for our humour podcast. What is this exciting project the two of you are working on? Right, I will. I will tell you about it. Um, I will, I, if I can just um, sort of back you up with what you said about Andrew. Mm-hmm. Um, he, um, yes, he is. Uh, he's an excellent haiku writer. Getting on to um, the project, the idea is to showcase some outstanding haiku poets really that that is what we want to do there are, there are so many good ones around at the moment and we've made this a venture that is open only to people who haven't published an individual collection which is a slightly unusual way perhaps of doing something like this now there are probably several reasons why people haven't published a, an individual collection um, some may just have not wanted to some have maybe a little bit nervous about having an individual collection reviewed. I know their feeling. <laughs> and, uh, or they may not be prepared to pay the, you know, the costs that publishers, haiku publishers demand mm-hmm. um, towards printing and, and otherwise. The idea is not to, obviously this this project will not um, will not charge any money at all to the authors. For some people to to be together in a book um, alongside other very good writers, you know whether we publish four, five, or six um, in this particular book, um, that will be a step up for some. Mm-hmm. But there will also be experienced poets who also haven't um, haven't written, and you know, and there's no age restriction, obviously, so uh, they can be as old as me. I don't think it's been done this way in the UK. It may have been done elsewhere. And, of course, Red Moon Press have their new resonance. That's right. Uh, publications. Uh, but that's by, I think, mainly by invitation. Yes, I believe um, so. Yeah. To, to appear in that. And then, and this is all obviously all going to be done by people submitting mm-hmm. um, their work, which is we're asking for them to send up to 40 haiku to us from which we'll publish for a successful author up to 30 30 haiku and we're asking for that at the moment just for submissions don't have to send in any credits or where is where the where it's been published before Mm -hmm. Uh, one of the queries i've been getting is um are we looking for published or unpublished work Mm -hmm. um and the answer is it's a mix it's up to the author to make a selection mm-hmm. of their work okay. and send us what they consider to be the, the top 40. The submission period is open till the um, end of the year, 31st okay. of December. And there are so, two ways to submit, I think, email and post. Yeah, all the email entries will come to me mm-hmm. and um, any postal entries will go to Andrew. Any inquiries... Any more details they want from the, for instance, the link um, mm-hmm. 
for that Google site that um, mm. I've sent you, yeah. which I think you're I think you're going to put alongside the. Yeah, the I'll put I'll put the link that you sent me in the show notes so people can uh, easily access that, and that yeah. will take you that will take you to just a, a page that will give other other bits of information, I believe, and also tell people how they can get in touch with you if they want to ask more questions and one question that strikes me david because you yourself are are quite a high bun man are you just looking at haiku only haiku haiku and senryu we are just looking at haiku and sen for this particular project yeah two other things occur to me one that's just flitted out of my mind but the first one is it's a global project you're not just looking at, at uk poets that's right. Yeah, we put um, we put feelers out in USA, Australia, India. There does seem to have been a reaction mm-hmm, from from around the world. So it isn't um, it isn't uh, just just for British haiku writers. It will get to hopefully most people who would be would be interested in it. Okay. So the important things they. Poets need to get thirty, well, forty haiku stroke or senryu to you one way or another, email or postal, by the end of the year. And yeah. these poets should not have been published uh, in book form before. They should not have had an individual collection that's book form, an individual collection published before. Well, I wish you and Andrew the very best of luck with your project. And I know there are lots of you listening today who would be interested in it. Do not miss the deadline. Don't be a lazy devil like me. Get your act together. (laughs) Get your submission in and let David and Andrew have a read. And I wish you all the very best, all those who are submitting. And of course, you and Andrew, David, good luck with it. And thank you so much for coming along today and telling us about it. And do come back when you've made your decisions and the book's about to be published and maybe we can have a reading. That would be, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely go for that. I should, I should have probably meant to mention it will be published sometime in 2024. We don't know exactly when. Excellent. I look forward to it and uh, I look forward to you coming back and maybe having, having, if we can get your chosen poets together as well, they can read their own work in their own voices. That's Mm. always super. So I look forward to that. Thanks, David. Yeah, me too. Me too. Well, now, I really haven't left you a great deal of time to go and do some submissions for that project, have I? But I'm sure many of you will be ready with your 40 or so haiku and senryu. So head over to the show notes, get all the details for the submissions and make sure you get those poems sent to David or Andrew by the 31st of December. And remember, wherever you are in the world, As long as they're written in English, they'll be really happy to hear from you. So now, let's go and visit with Chrissy and the wonderful poets from How the Wind Moves. Thank you to all the poets joining me today for a reading from a new split-sequence anthology, How the Wind Moves, edited, and I think it might be fair to say, driven by Chrissy Villa. Please, poets, give us all a wave and say hello. 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 Hi, everyone. Lovely to have you all here. 
Now, don't worry, I am going to introduce the poets as we go through through the reading, because I really want you to know who they are, what they wrote, and if you're listening on audio rather than watching us on YouTube, whose voice you're listening to. Now, we're going to hear six split sequences. That's really hard. Peter, when you were putting this together, I wish you could have given it a slightly different name. It's like a tongue twister every time. But <laughs> we're going to hear six split sequences from this anthology. But before we meet some of the contributing poets, we're going to chat with Christine L. Villa, or Chrissy, as most of us probably know her. Chrissy, hello. Nice to have you on the podcast. Hi, Patricia. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. I'm so grateful. No worries. It's really nice to meet you because we've been sort of talking about this back and forth for some time since. I know. Um, you know, it, it, I feel I almost feel like I've given birth to a baby, but it must be very similar to you too. I know I keep saying it's coming out, it's coming out soon. <laughs> but you know, there's always something, you know, some obstacles along the way, and finally it's up. Yay. We at Poetry P know Peter Jastermski as the originator of the split sequence. But if memory serves me, you have been a great supporter of his from the very early days, and I wondered what grabbed your attention. Um, first, uh, let me um, let me talk about or let me share with you how I um, discovered this unique form of poetry. So, so it was in 2021 when I published um, Just Dust and Stone. And this is a collaborative, it's a collection of collaborative split sequences re written by Peter and um, Brian. So uh, um, when I first laid my eyes on it as an editor and as an editor and publisher of Velvet Dust Publishing, I I knew right away that I wanted to publish it. I didn't want to pass up that opportunity. So um so I did publish it of course and I was fascinated and uh, I wanted to learn how to write it. To answer your question what grabbed my attention is um uh, first um the seed haiku. The seed haiku I love how the seed haiku would blossom into a set of um, wonderful link verses. And I love its element of surprise because, you know, when you're writing with someone, you know, a poet, each poet has a unique voice. So a seed, a seed haiku or any haiku in that link verse, um, it's, uh, it's inspiring to me. It's a challenge. It triggers new ideas and memories. So that's the one that gra really grabbed me. Before you, you know it, you have a killer ending it makes me ask the question, would I have gone beyond the familiar? Would I have gone to this direction if I wrote by myself? So there's really a good interaction between the, the two poets that are writing. So that's what really grabbed my attention, all of the above. Chrissy, without giving a huge amount of way, because obviously we would really like people to go out and buy the book, what can you tell us about how, how the wind moves? How the wind moves is a collection of collaborative split sequences, which I have written with 46 poets. So since I have 46 poets, there's a variety of voices and themes such as love, loss, illness, healing, and other stuff. So that will be the surprise. And also I have some mixed media collages that I incorporated to blend with the poems. And you said you were excited by the, the whole process, the whole idea of the split sequences. Uh -huh. But what made you put this anthology together? Because it's a first of its kind. 
I wanted to be I wanted it to be a good source, a good resource for people who are starting to write um split sequences. And I wanted to inspire them, I want to encourage them to to try something new. And I want to share also the enjoyment of writing split sequences. Trying to get all those poets together and write with all those poets. How did you approach it? So first, of course, I have to learn how to write it first. <laughs> so I approached Peter and I'm so grateful that uh, he was generous enough and patient enough to share um, how, how the process goes. What I did since I've been active in the haiku and tanka community, and also I've been, um, oh no, not I've been, I am the editor of Frameless Sky, so I know a lot of poets. Now, Chrissy, should we start the reading and hear some of your, a very small selection of your 46 poets, but yes, nonetheless, sure. very interesting set. So let's meet the first of our poets reading with Chrissy today, Carol Judkins. Carol, many of our listeners and viewers will already know you because you feature quite a lot on Poetry P. But we don't actually know you, the person, Carol, the person. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, you know, first of all, I do live in Carlsbad uh, by the sea so that I can breathe the sea air. Very important to me to be near the water. Um, Carlsbad is about 30 miles north of San Diego, California. So mm -hmm. people may have that reference point. Um, I am retired. I have been retired for a while. Um, I had a very, very satisfying career in public health and public health nursing, teaching, consultation, really enjoyed that. But once I retired, then I had a chance to explore writing, which I had not done until I retired. <laughs> not since school, I guess. I guess at school, you, you did a bit of it. You know, I, you know, everyone talks about how they first learned haiku in school, but I honestly do not remember ever in learning <laughs> haiku at all. So I don't know. I suppose I'm an outlier in that way. Well, maybe an outlier in the States, but Carol, I'm with you because I didn't do it at school either. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I had to wait till my kids went to school and then I learned it from, from then. <laughs> well, it's lovely to have you and I can perfectly understand your need to be near the sea. I It's one of the things I miss about not living in the UK. You, you know, mm -hmm. I live very close to a lake, which is nice, but it's not quite the same. It's not but the same. It's no. not. No. You don't have the same movement or the noise or anything. Exactly. The yeah. dynamism, the yeah. just the, um, the sea right. air. Yeah. Oh, the sea air. Yeah. Anyway, we could go on about the sea forever, but we need to hear the work that you and Chrissy created together. So I'm going to hand over to you and Chrissy. Chrissy, I think you're going to take the lead on this one because you wrote the seed haiku. Okay. Embellishment. Cannelloni, the stuff he adds to his stories. Cannelloni. Wedding toast. Splashes of tomato sauce on his tie. The stuff he adds. The motive behind many compliments. Whipped frosting. To his stories. Hello talk. Whispered hopes for our happy ending. Cannelloni, the stuff he adds to his stories. Cannelloni. Wedding toast, splashes of tomato sauce 
on his tie. The stuff he adds, the motive behind many compliments, whip frosting, to his stories. Pillow talk, whispered hopes for our happy ending. And that was Chrissy Villa and Carol Judkins. Thank you both very much. So next, we're going to hear Chrissy read with Terry L. French. Terry, I don't think you've ever had work featured on Poetry P or been on the I podcast have. before. No, oh, I need to remedy that. Yes, you should really. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice to have you with us today. Um, and as we haven't heard your work, perhaps you could tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, um, with regards to haiku, I've been writing since about 2008. Uh, I try to remember specifically how I came to it. I, I believe I ran across Michael Dylan Welch online searching around. I don't know what I was looking for even, but I, I found what I was looking for. And I was uh, he was kind enough to be very patient with me when I sent him terrible haiku <laughs> and um, worked with me. And then I went on and... Um, wrote more and more and started publishing. Then I became an editor of Prune Juice um, Senru Journal. Then I became a Southeast coordinator for the Haiku Society of America. Then I got on the board of the Haiku Foundation. And currently now um, I am on the editorial team of Contemporary Haibun Online. And my husband and I, uh, we were in Huntsville, Alabama since 1987, and we sold our home and everything three and a half years ago and bought an RV and have been traveling around the United States. So, but we've bought a lot up on a small mountain in Huntsville with trees and a nice little creek. And uh, when, you know, when things work out, we hope to build a home there and Ooh. settle down. Well, I'd, I'd heard through the grapevine that you were on the road, as it were. Um, yes. But how interesting! You're going to settle down again and uh, build a new a new home. That's yeah. that's wonderful. Congratulations! Although I'm sure it was great fun actually, just traveling around, meeting people. Oh, um, it, yes, it was. I, I, we just did not consider that three months into it, COVID would hit, <laughs> and oh. a lot of people bought RVs and went on the road and worked remotely. So it was a little. Um, it it wasn't quite the vagabond lifestyle that we had hoped for that first year or so mm -hmm. but yeah. still, yes we've gotten to see a lot of the country and maybe not meet quite as many people because of COVID but, but um got to be around a lot of trees and and things like that so that makes me happy <laughs> oh well that's good Terry Chrissy it would be lovely to hear what you wrote together and again I think again Chrissy you are the seed poet for this one the bait Crackle on the radio, changing the topic so he would listen. Crackle on the radio. A country song found in the bottom of his spear. Changing the topic. Steak or pork chop. I start to sizzle in his eyes. So he would listen. Long way home. A grease spot spreading on the takeout bag. Crackle on the radio, changing the topic so he would listen. Crackle on the radio. A 
country song found in the bottom of his beer. Changing the topic, steak or pork chop, I start to sizzle in his eyes. So he would listen. Long way home, a grease spot spreading on the takeout bag. Thank you very much, Terry and Chrissy. That was great. Thank you. And our next poet to be reading with Chrissy is Claire Vogel Camargo. Hello, Claire. Good morning. I'm so happy to be here. You are more than welcome here, and I hope we'll see you again. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I I live in Austin, Texas. I don't remember learning about poetry in school. <laughs> and uh, it was 2015 that uh, I came to haiku uh, with a, a little summer course that um, Allison Whipple had invited me to uh, be part of on a Facebook group. That got me really into it from there. It's been a wonderful thing to learn uh, haiku and um, meet people through that and be a part of this community. I hope we're going to see more of you, Claire. But for yeah. the for the moment, we're going to hear more of you because you and Chrissy are going to read your piece to us. And again, Chrissy, I think you're driving this one as well with your seed poem. Holiday blues. Christmas night. Blinking lights of the ambulance. Christmas night. Holiday movies. Everyone smiles around the tree. Blinking lights, COVID lockdown, stars in the sky and masks of the ambulance. All seated for a family feast, his shortness of breath. Christmas night, blinking lights of the ambulance. Christmas night. Holiday movies. Everyone smiles around the tree. Blinking lights, COVID lockdown, stars in the sky unmasked. Off the ambulance. All seated for a family feast, his shortness of breath. And thank you very much to Chrissy again and to Claire Vogel Camargo. Thank you. So next up, we're going to meet a poet that we'll all know, not just because he's written for Poetry P a lot, but he is the illustrious past president of the Haiku Society of America and a lovely bloke who I finally met in Cincinnati this year, only to find that I had had a good long walk around his neck of the woods the week before and didn't know he was anywhere close by or we could have had a cup of tea. Anyway, it's Jay Friedenberg. Hello, Jay. Hi. How have you been filling in your time since you handed over the baton to Brian Rickett? Uh, it's been nice because I've been able to focus on reading and writing like mm. I was doing full time. And it was, you know, trying to juggle that full time occupation with management of an organization with a full time job was keeping me like super busy. So, um, you know, having removed that part of my life, I'm focusing a lot more a lot more now on just reading and um and just writing and submitting to contests and journals 
So it's just nice to get back to the basic, you know, writing poetry and doing poetry rather than rather than business type stuff. So I look forward to seeing a lot more of your poetry now that you've got that out of the way. Now, I think it's fair to say that we have a change in tone for the next sequence. And this time, Jay is responsible for the seed poem. So, Jay, I'm going to leave it to you to lead this particular sequence, please. Born into war. Distant shelling. The gentle undulation of blue and yellow. Distant shelling. Overcast skies, a stream of cars leaves the city. The gentle undulation, maternity hospital, a baby carriage spins a wheel of blue and yellow. Town square, kneeling on cold stone to pray. Distant shelling, the gentle undulation of blue and yellow. Distant shelling. Overcast skies, a stream of cars leaves the city. The gentle undulation, maternity hospital, a baby carriage spins a wheel of blue and yellow. Town square, kneeling on cold stone to pray. Thank you, Jay and Chrissy. Um, I think we all know the inspiration for this particular poem. Thank you very much indeed. The next poet joining Chrissy and myself is Carol McCreary. Carol, welcome. Uh, Again, I don't think you've been featured on Poetry Pete, but I certainly know your work because I chose one of your poems when I was haiku or the editor for the Haiku Foundations per diem, and I was doing the topic of punctuation, and I chose this one. Fog, the sound of wings going somewhere. Fog, the sound of wings going somewhere which I believe was given third place in, was it the Francine Porad contest in 2017? Yes. Congratulations. So tell us, who are you? What do you do? Where do you live? Okay. Well, I live in Point Roberts, Washington. It's a four square mile enclave on the Canadian U.S. border. So I'm surrounded by water and one border, which has been a huge um a source of inspiration for my two passions, poetry and photography. I've been around the haiku world for over 20 years. I've worn a lot of hats. I like working behind the scenes. I, I, uh, uh, I've, I've judged, I present. I've been one of the original founders of the Utes, United Haiku and Tanka Society. And I put in many years with the Tanka Society of America as treasurer and secretary. So I continue to give back as I know how important it is for all organizations to have volunteers. And these days you can find me on the Haiku Foundation uh, as one of their occasional um, uh, Haiku Dialogue editors because it gives me a chance to uh, show my photos. Um, I, I, it's hard for me. Everyone who knows me, I don't have a purse. I have a camera. <laughs> it goes everywhere with me. And so I love both equally and I find 
I find photographs, poets, poems, and you know that's where I find a lot of my my haiku as well. Well, Carol, lovely to have you on the the podcast. Great to Hope be here. Back Thanks. again. Uh, would you like to read the seed poem first? Because I think you did the seed poem this time, and we'll hear your joint sequence, please. Written in sand, head in the clouds, like the day moon, here yet not here. Head in the clouds. Coastal air, my thoughts roll with the waves. Like the day moon. This waiting, the poetry inside me lights up the dark. Here yet not here. Streaks of foam cling to the reef, what's left unsaid. Head in the clouds, like the day moon, here, yet not here. Head in the clouds. Coastal air, my thoughts roll with the waves. Like the day moon, this waiting, the poetry inside me lights up the dark. Here, yet not here. Streaks of foam cling to the reef, what's left unsaid. Lovely. Thank you very much, Carol McCreary and Chrissy Miller. Thank you. Last up today is a poet you're all going to know because he is the originator of the split sequence and someone with whom I've written some split sequences myself. Welcome back, Peter. Thanks, Patricia. Great to be here. For some reason, whenever I write with Peter, the poems turn out to be either naughty or dark and sometimes both. <laughs> um, and as Chrissy said, sometimes you wonder, does writing with another poet give you permission to write things that you possibly wouldn't write when you're writing on your own? I don't know. Do you find that with other poets, Peter? Uh, yeah, and yes, exactly. That's why I like writing with a number of different people, but it's different. And these things, I think, pop right out of the unconscious. So we're not really thinking they're going to be dark or naughty, but somehow the information gets pulled out of us. So, uh, yeah, but it's appropriate. So, <laughs> yes, it, it I was going to say we don't we don't well you don't let me cross the line. Um so <laughs> I thank you for that. Um you've mm -hmm. been putting a book together and I believe it's out soon. Tell us a bit about that. I'm very pleased with this one. This is a collection of solo split sequences entitled Into the Stillness. There's 40 plus poems in that book including the first split sequence that was that was published in 2018. And the form was developed in 2017. So this is my labor of love, stuff I've done by myself before I ventured out and started writing with Brian and then other people as well for that art collaboration. So it's, it's like my little laboratory that I'm sharing with people, and I, I hope people do enjoy it. I hope so, too. I'm looking forward to seeing a copy myself. Mm -hmm. So um, congrats, Peter and if the book is out by the time the podcast goes out, I'll make sure that all the details are in the show notes. And if it's not out, I'll just let people know where they'll be able to get it in the future because it's Thank coming you. out with um, Red Moon Press, I believe. Yes, yes. Brilliant. Now, today you have 
a poem to read with Chrissy. If you would read the seed to us, and then we'll go ahead and read uh, and hear the, the split sequence. Sure. Revolving door, memories return in a roundabout way. And circling the drain, revolving door. Wrinkled sheets, back to the hotel room, alone. Memories return, dropping the soap, what the shower won't wash away. In a roundabout way. Unreturned call. The expiration of an apology. Revolving door. Memories return in a roundabout way. And circling the drain. Revolving door. Wrinkled sheets. Back to the hotel room. Alone. Memories return. Dropping the soap. What the shower won't wash away. In a roundabout way. Unreturned call. The expiration of an apology. Brilliant. Thank you very much to Peter and Christine for that. Now, Chrissy, before we all head off to write some more poetry, inspired by you and our lovely poets today, remind us, where can we buy How the Wind Moves? You can buy the ebook and the paperback on Amazon. I will put the link in the show notes so that you can all come back and buy the book. Thank you all very much for spending time with me today and reading your split sequences with Chrissy. I do hope we're going to see more work from all of you. And goodbye to you all and thanks again. Thanks, Thank Patricia. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you to Chrissy and friends for that wonderful reading. And thank you for being with me today. I have one last reminder for you, and that's to say, don't forget, I'm going to be looking for poets who would like to be reading us their short form books for 2024. So if you have something coming out now or in 2024, do get in touch and we can see if we can schedule you for a reading. So, don't forget, we're here every week. Do come back and join us. And until next week, keep writing. And there's lots in the show notes, lots of links for you. So go and check them out. And if by any chance I've left something out, do get in touch by email. Ciao.